What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Survivor Now podcast. My name is Randy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Speaking Llama Survivor podcast. Alex, this Alex, is your favorite Alex. host, Alex. Oh, what? Alex, Wait, what? This is like, I get what you're doing, but I'm actually hosting this. Like, I get it's your oh, turn, my but bad. like, I, I was my turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. If you, you guys are. don't know, because they interrupted, there's going to be a lot of that today. We are joined by our, by our great friends at the Speaking Llama podcast, and I I mean great. I love these guys, and I'm happy to be speaking with them again. I hope uh, I hope it's like the same feeling here. Like I hope you love me. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I, I I love you, Randy. I do not love Alex. Just want to make sure that's on record. Um, <laughs> so I'm happy to be here with you. I am content enough to be here with Alex. Oh, oh, man, I'm going to have to play referee again. But I do have to introduce my teammate on the uh, Survivor Now podcast side, and that is Josh Verlin. He is back. Uh, Josh, are you excited to to do this draft today? Because I, I am extremely excited. <laughs> I'm excited that Alex and Caleb don't hate me yet. So I feel like we can, you know, I can kind of throw this one way or the other. Uh, well, we're going to be playing babysitting duties the entire time between these two. The way they're going to be bickering back and forth. We might be in trouble because we're making them choose <laughs> one person each. So, yeah, it, it, so it's going to be like this current season of Survivor. You know, Ellie has uh, Owen and Sammy, who are her two children. That's really <laughs> Caleb and I in a nutshell. Before, before we get into like what we're actually doing, because if people didn't read the title, they're like, what is this all about? Caleb, congratulations. You just got married, right? I, I did. I got married again. Uh, and by Ooh. again, we were we were a COVID wedding. Uh, and so which means that we had we got married in uh, February 21. Uh, and we finally had our celebration uh, this past uh, weekend. So yeah, we are we're excited. Oh been, there, yeah. been there, done that. We were a um, May 2020 wedding that got pushed to an oh. August 2020 wedding and we had our <laughs> celebration in May. So congratulations. And I know how much fun it is the second time. Oh my gosh. Yes. Congrats. Yeah. Am I the only single guy here? <laughs> Alex. Hey buddy. Hey, yeah. we're switching the teams. We're now going to do married guys and <laughs> single guys. Um, no, what we are doing today is there was a little news bulletin that broke this week. And it was the news that Jeff Probst spoke with Dalton Ross and they have spoken about doing, did I, I stuttered there, you got what I'm saying. They spoke about doing an international season of the show, bringing in the best from uh, Australia, the U.S., maybe South Africa. I think it would definitely be Australia and the U.S. for sure. They're not ready yet. Keyword yet. So we're waiting on that. But we thought, what what more fun thing to do uh, if I can get my words out. I know that makes no sense, but then to do a draft, do an ultimate draft where we take the best players survivor can offer and try to make the best cohesive tribe that anyone has ever seen. So let me break down the rules. There basically are not many rules here. We're going to draft two tribes of 10. So it's going to be the Survivor Now tribe and the Speaking Llama tribe. And we'll, you know, we'll do a fun thing here in a second that Josh doesn't know about and neither does our fellas at the Speaking Llama podcast. So I'm going to catch everyone off guard with this. Uh, Actually, Big Brother. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm catching. Yeah, I'm prepared. None of them are. Uh, But basically, it's going to be a snake draft where we're going to give our guests, Speaking Llama, the first 
pick with with who they think I assume is going to be their cohesive number one pick, best player. No, not at all. Not uh, not even a little bit. This is gonna we'll be get fun. there. We'll get there. And then yeah. from there, if you guys aren't familiar with the snake draft, Josh and I will have picks two and three, and then it'll keep going back and forth uh, from there until we have twenty players drafted. And then how are we going to decide the winner? Uh, well, unfortunately, we reached out to all the players we want to draft and we tried getting a season put together, but they weren't they were busy at the time. So it's up to you guys. Go ahead and vote afterwards and tell us who has the best cohesive tribe. You can tell us who, you th- which tribe you think the winner is going to come from. And you can also tell us which uh, podcast has the better tribe. So I think I covered everything there. If I missed anything, let me the know. The surprising guys. part of that is Randy admitting he has ESP and knows exactly which 20 players are about to be drafted. <laughs> yeah, I did not. <laughs> I He's already not. reached out to them. <laughs> yeah. What no. is free will on the Survivor Now podcast? <laughs> no, there will definitely, this is going to be uh, a really fun show today. I know there's going to be disagreements. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out Speaking Llamas podcast, please do that because there's you'll see why there's going to be disagreements there's always disagreements <laughs> so uh i will be shocked today if anyone drafts a castaway from season 41 and up so i'll just throw that out there um but here's the little twist it's not actually that huge but i think it's going to be fun we need a tribe color both people have to agree on a tribe color so feel colorblind <laughs> i do think we should i do think no but on a serious note i do think we should mention by the way, when we're drafting players, we are drafting them at their peak season of Survivor. So it's yes. not how they would be uh, oh. at, in today's, you know, how they would be in 2022. Mm. It's how they would be in sort of their top game shape, whatever you want yes. to define thank you, is. Josh. Thank you. Yep. So we are drafting literally the best of the best at their very best moment. So uh, you guys get first pick. So I guess Josh and I can get first pick of a color. Uh, Josh, I'm going to petition for purple. I think purple is like the best tribe color of mm. all time. And it's my that is fine. Color. And that can also be an homage to our friend Bryce and his Purple Pants podcast. So I, I will. I love that. I yes. accept purple. Connecting the dots. And that gives so, me a reason to send this to Bryce. So, oh, perfect. Win, so win. we are the purple tribe <laughs> and the brightest purple. Yes. And what about you guys? I mean, Alex, the, I, if the, you, I have an, an idea so in my I, head. If you are not on the same page as me, I will. I don't know what I'll do okay. to you, but I, I might just okay, send you. Perfect. All right, three, right, right, ready, ready. Three, two, one. Orange, gold. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> what did you say? I hate you so much. Uh, yeah, we're not, not being orange. Uh, I think we've seen the history of Survivor. I, the I know that. I I get it. It's a classic. Malone, uh, it's a classic that orange loses every single time. You guys should have just uh, went oolong blue because that's what's going to happen. You're just going to get <laughs> out of the game completely. Uh, you know, uh, all that glitters is gold, Alex. We we, we are number one. Uh, okay. Wait, what did you even say? I didn't. Even I said hear it. gold. Oh, gold. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. It's basically orange. Yeah. <laughs> Same color. So I guess it's the purple tribe for Survivor Now against the goldish orange tribe. <laughs> it's like a pale gold. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's unique. So, all right. Without further ado, let's get into this draft. Let's talk Survivor and try to make the best tribes we can. So, gentlemen, you have the first pick. Who's going to be select, like officially selecting for you guys? 
Uh, I want a public disclaimer that uh, I do not condone uh, or agree with this being the first overall pick in a all-time Survivor great player. Uh, this player that Alex is going to pick is a good player, um, but does not sniff my top five. Uh, and I am very upset he is about to pick this person. Oh, so that being, With that being said, uh, Randy, thank you for this opportunity <laughs> to get to publicly claim on another podcast how much I love this player. I would go to bat every day saying that this player is the best player in the world of any Survivor franchise of all time. There's one other player who I think rivals him. Uh, God, it's Lou. Uh, but I'm going to go with the golden god, uh, David Janay. Oh, my Australian God. Survivor. Okay. And I've even got the hat to go along with it. <laughs> oh, wow. Golden God, not... number one pick, all time best player ever. My personal favorite player ever. Uh, Caleb likes him. He likes to disagree <laughs> that he doesn't like him. We <laughs> did compare top tens. He was not in Caleb's top ten. Um, so I'm going to concede my next few picks to Caleb. Let let him do it. But uh, oh my, yeah, it's a Golden God, God for sure. I love him so much. Wow. I'm definitely shocked, but I wasn't anticipating that. Like I knew it was coming. Because I know you a little bit, Alex. I'm a yeah. fan of the show. So I knew you were taking him. Uh, but I just didn't know first overall. And oh, yeah. you, you could have waited because he wasn't even on my board. And Josh doesn't Ooh. even know any Survivor Australian players. Yeah, I've never seen a oh. foreign edition of Survivor. So I highly I recommend it. <laughs> uh, Alex, I will never forgive you if uh, they select who is the best Survivor player of all okay. time. Which uh, they have two picks to do so. So. We'll see. Uh, so anyway, well, shout out to is, Caleb. Yeah. He does have a heart. Um, he did let me do this. Mm -mm. Um, I like to think it's a thank you for officiating his wedding. Um, <laughs> and so I'll, I'll take that. You're welcome, Caleb. You're welcome. Oh my gosh, Josh, did you look him up? I saw you typing. Were you looking him up? Yeah. Well, first I had to figure out how to spell his name. Uh, <laughs> so that took a few Google searches. I'm sure he's really good. How many times has he played? Has it only been one? The one time he's played twice. twice. Okay. Uh, so he played champions versus contenders. I in watched 2019. that season. Yes. Okay. Great season. And then came back for all stars. Okay. Okay. How do you um, do is this a spoiler free podcast or is this a spoiler? Podcast? Yeah, go ahead. If you're still here, spoiler alert. Just letting you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if Perfect. we're talking okay. about the 10, 20 greatest survivor players of all time, it kind of be hard to discuss. Well, he did well on season redacted when he finished <laughs> in redacted place. <laughs> right. Well, oh, yeah. so, okay, so he wins all stars, right? Oh, um, I didn't know he was a winner. So one of the biggest wow. targets of all time. Some of the biggest moves happen that season at the hands of him. He steals idols. He is a double agent. He plays um, double agent multiple times. He is absolutely incredible as well as entertaining. Uh, he's one of the best confessionalists of all time. Yes. Uh, he's physically fit, uh, does well in challenges, both physical and mental. Uh 100 percent a villain and it's yeah. amazing uh he wears a leather jacket you know uh <laughs> what what's what more do you want can you you uh, can steal an idol in australia or is that just like that's an advantage um, in itself? There, there's some context there <laughs> okay um i it happens both in his first season and the second season uh, i won't spoil that part because it's a fun thing to watch he doesn't necessarily steal it but uh um, he an idol that shouldn't be his uh is his yes okay it's he bamboozles you, some folks. It's funny Absolutely. you say that because uh, we had an interview earlier today with someone from Survivor South Africa, and he was telling us on his first season, he stole four idols that season. So at one point, he had six idols. And he said he he's pretty sure they changed the rule after that season. 
to where you can't steal idols anymore because he literally had six. I was like, and you didn't win? How do you do that and not win? Yeah. Wait, so in South Africa, you could like just steal someone's idol? Yeah, he stole people's idols. Yeah, for himself. Yeah, it's a dumb rule. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you think they should be allowed? No, absolutely uh, not. <laughs> no. Like, well, that's a different discussion. No. All right. All right. So David is off the board. Uh, so now it's our pick. I don't think you guys understand like how hard you make made this for us because I think I know who Josh would would pick. We've talked about the two best players in Survivor history, and we disagreed. Josh, do you know who I'm taking? I think I might know who you're taking, but I'm totally fine with it. Are, are you? Okay. I am taking the winner of Winners at War, who I think is the greatest player of all time, and that's Tony. I think if you're looking for, I mean, someone who literally has the complete package, look no further than Tony. And I think, I just think that one season that he got voted out first, he learned, he showed in that, that he can learn from his mistakes. He was able to come back once again and literally win the season that had like arguably some of the best, greatest players ever to play the game. And I just don't know if there's anyone else that's available who's played the game who could do that, that could go on a season like that and win. So that's why I, I got to take Tony off the board here. Josh, I don't know if you have anything to add on. I'm sorry. I know that's not who you probably wanted. No, I mean, hey, we get two picks. So now I get oh, yeah. to add who I think is the great. No, I mean, there's no, you can't hate against Tony. The one, okay, so I'll, I'll give my pick. And this is, I'm going to hedge it by saying the one thing that makes me a little cautious about this is just as we're trying to think about building a tribe, right? Like, is this person the best person to pair with Tony? I'm not sure about that. But they're so good at Survivor that it's hard to not want them on our tribe. And I certainly don't want uh, our, our friends here, the Talking Llamas, to get him. So uh, speaking, gonna, speaking Llamas, I gotta say, <laughs> no, I think it's much funnier if we just pretend for the people that are only listening <laughs> that we're just talking to actual llamas. <laughs> a much Good better cover. visual. Talking um, to Caleb is kind of like talking to both a very like... fucking. Um, no, but you know, this is this guy. He's my dad's favorite all-time survivor. So I've always been partial to him. He's played it four times. He's won it once. And some people will downplay his victory and say that he had it too easy. But I like to say it was so easy because he is such a goat. He does puzzles. He's physical. He provides around camp. He's an excellent confessionalist. He met his wife on Survivor. Yes, it is Boston Rob. Oh, good. Huh. I didn't think that's who you would take. I literally typed in because I'm keeping track on my phone. I typed in who I thought you were going to take. And then it literally took me until you mentioned he met his wife. And I was like, oh, it's a guy. And I was totally stopped. <laughs> I, I think I think Boston Rob is one of those people that like people just sort of assume he's overrated because of the love he gets. But when you watch his like, okay, you know, Marquesas was really early. He was able to kind of, you know, make some noise there, get enough enough to come back for all stars. He dominates all stars. And if it wasn't for the fact that it was so early in Survivor history, he might probably wins that one. He's only off heroes versus villains because he runs into Russell Hans and people don't understand who Russell Hans was, but Rob was fantastic that season. He's maybe, you know, he's Tyson vote away from running that one. And then Redemption Island, which he's so dominant that people think that season is bad because of how dominant he is. And I, all right, is it the greatest season ever? No, but like, because of how dominant he was. And I think that, you know, people then tend to like overrate him because of that or, undervalue that and i think it's just because you know he is that good 
I had him 15th on my board because I'm on the side of I think he's a little overrated, but I'm fine taking him. I think he's a good addition. And I, I don't know. I feel like him and Tony could work really well together, actually. They could. I think this is my last thing on it. I will say, I think the people that play four times, it's easy enough to find flaws in their game because who plays perfectly four times? But like yeah. when you look at the overall body of work of what he's able to do mm-hmm. at camp in challenges, the ver- you know, at the puzzles, physical, whatever, like that to me is why I think he's, you know, deserving of the spot. All right. So we're t- mm-hmm. we'll toss it over to you guys. First off, if you have any comments on that, feel free to share. But I believe this is Caleb. Now you can make up for Alex's mistake at his first pick with your yeah. pick. Alex's mistake. And, you know, I love you two, but y'all's mistake as well. Uh, oh. I, I, I love Tony. I, I think he's a great player. Uh, I do think that uh, Winners at War win is an excellent win. I, can't, I, I honestly can't knock it the whole season. It was, why isn't anyone voting out Tony? He's going to win this. Uh, and, you know. He, he still won it. Uh, and I also have a deep affinity for Boston Rob. He was my first survivor fandom. I, I grew up watching him. I loved watching him in all stars. Uh, but also though, I, you know, old school survivor, Boston Rob, the way Boston Rob plays the game, second to none. Uh, modern survivor. Uh, I do think the way that he plays that kind of aggressive, uh, mob boss mentality of like we're all together we're going to do like it it doesn't quite work so that is that would be the one knock i have for boston rob however i love him to death and uh (laughs) i he can play you know people say like he's played enough give me boston rob any any season and i will take him uh so to get to my pick who i believe is the best survivor player of all time and i will go to my grave believing this until i maybe see someone that changes my mind uh and that is uh you know david the golden god is he is he smiles at you he's a model he's you know he has a uh silver tongue and maybe the only person that might be able to better socially manipulate people uh than him is the one and only parvati I mean, the mm. greatest player in my book of all time. Uh, in particular, I think her right Cook Islands is not Damn her it. best, uh, but Micronesia, masterful game. Uh, and then I like I may be in a I, I don't know where this is in Survivor fandom, but uh, I think she deserved to win Heroes versus Villains. Not that Sandra didn't deserve to win. Uh, but I think her game in that, knowing that, similar to like kind of what Alex said about David, right? She went in with a target on her back uh, and still made it, still worked it and till the final three. And she is so good at the game, obviously, uh, which if you don't like, I don't know if you are aware that on her Winners at War, her tribe swap, she was swapped into a tribe with a pregame alliance. And so like the o- one of the only reasons that she goes home is because of a pregame alliance. And uh, she's so good. <laughs> Man. Oh, I cannot argue with that. And I was so mad because uh, I was hoping she slipped back to what would have been the <laughs> third round. But I, I am curious, have we, did we just all take who we consider the best survivor player of all time? But Josh, I don't know. Would you say Boston Rob is the best of all time? That's the only one that I... I might go Tony. But I think, again, I'm coming from this as like, do they help my tribe? 
yeah, right? yeah, that's yeah. that's like the well, first yes. thing I'm thinking is like, will this person help my tribe, and are they great at Survivor? Yes, Parvati. I don't like. I think Parvati is interesting because I think if you're like Survivor Mount Rushmore, she could be on it. I don't know. Does she help a tribe as much? That's that would be that's a argument. discussion for a different day. I'll tell you that. But I'm just that's saying the discussion for this day. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm saying no. I'm saying, no I'm saying the Mount Rushmore. If we're saying oh, okay, who's on okay, the Mount okay. Rushmore, yes. <laughs> but I will say David with Parvati, that would be interesting. Uh, they, they're pretty much the same, right? Like, <laughs> that's like you know, a power. The, the Australian deal. male versus the uh, U.S. female version of one another. Yeah, yes. no, I I love that pairing. That's what <laughs> that's what is going to happen today. Is we're just going to get a bunch of pairings, and I'm like, ooh, that would be so interesting. And I think those two would work. Like, oh, that's like villain pairing of the century. If you're going yep. like, with like Parvet or Peak. Parvati's a hero. She's a hero. Come on. Well, now now, now she is. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> All right. So we are on to the uh, the third round. Actually, this is the third round. Yep. And it is Alex's pick because you get back to back picks here. Yep. Um, well, first, Randy, you know, taking Tony, that is uh, a slap in the face because that is our namesake, uh, Tony. You know, <laughs> speaking llama. Uh, was hoping we get him. Obviously, you know, I said David and, and Parvati. Um, well, I said, David, like, there's one other person I would uh, maybe put up at the top, and that was Parvati. So mm-hmm. um, happy we got her. Um, our third pick, um, one of the, gra- the greatest players of all time from uh, the United States. Um, how many times has she played? Four times. Um, it is the woman who got up off the couch. Uh, it's Suri Fields. Oh, uh, no. Hands down. Uh, it's Suri. Her first season obviously laid low. I stand by. I'm scared of leaves too. You don't know what's underneath of it. She's scared of leaves. Uh, but you know, it's the first three, two, one, like vote split at a final six comes back from Micronesia arguably wins. If she's in the final two, if Amanda takes her instead of, um, Parvati plays and hears her spillings early exit, and then comes back for game changers seven years later and still has it. Um, so she is one of the greatest of all time. I am so happy. She's on team, uh, speaking llama, uh, and this is a great team already. So, uh, Sari is our third pick. Uh, this team gets steamrolled in challenges. Let's be that's real. what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking right now. We'll see who they pick. Right I don't now. know about that. Well, hold on. I don't Harmony know about that. And, Gold, and, and David are both very good. Challenges. David is, I know you don't know, okay, David, okay, Josh, okay. but David yeah. is really good at challenges. But I mean, right now we have Tony. Okay, when they said model, I was like, <laughs> yeah, he's a model that's like what six foot four. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, for sure. Got yeah, it. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Josh, I, I'm going to need your help sometimes on like, uh, you know, so, oh, lagged a little bit. Uh, Josh, I'm going to need your help on sometimes like explaining like the cat, like their seasons and why we take them because like everyone so far is doing so great at like, this is the season they were on. This is what happened during their entire season. And my memory is just terrible. So even if I have seen it, I'm like, yeah, I like them. That's why I'm taking them. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, uh, this this next one's tough. I'm torn between two people and I'm torn between someone that I think would really excel on the tribe, like really excel or someone who is my personal favorite survivor player of all time. I mean, I think tribe unity is important in this, in this particular exercise. I'm going, yeah, I know. So with, with my pick, ah, this kills me. 
why didn't we just do the top 20 players? I would have much. <laughs> been this much is easier. more fun. No, it's it's much harder. That's the thing. Uh, no, no, I'm joking with you. So my third pick, I'm going. We have Tony and you can't have Tony with it without his running mate, who I think contributed to a lot of his success. And I'm taking Sarah Lucina with the third pick. I think if you match, I think if you put Sarah on a tribe with Tony, there is nothing that they can't do. Um, We've seen them both. And, you know, Sarah might be a more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, I don't think people give her the hype that she undervalued players out there. Uh, We've seen her game. She arguably is in the top five, I believe. Greatest social players ever to play the game. Uh, and wh- please tell me when you saw her like really struggle. I mean, both times she left the game, she left in flare fashions. So I, I just think if we have Tony on our tribe, you have to have Sarah. It's like M and M's. You have to have them together. If that yeah, makes any sense. Sorry. I, I was going to say, I do better. think your pick of Tony strengthens with Lucina on the tribe and likewise yes. Lucina with Tony strengthens. So, uh, that that's a great pairing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a duo you have to have. I, I agree. I think like just Sarah by herself, I don't know how much I would like that pick, but with Tony, it's it's a good pick. I can't I can't hate it. Man, now I've got some really good options. <laughs> and now what's interesting to me is like seeing their picks, I'm like, all right, they're going a certain way. So I'm like wondering, like, all right, <laughs> which people that I like can I maybe save for a couple rounds? that I don't think that they would pick in their next couple picks. <laughs> and then they will, I know these guys well, they will well, pick well, exactly them out of nowhere. Pick that person. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with someone who I think is a, is, is a great camp presence for her calming presence. She's a winner. She's gone deep. She's super smart. She's really good in challenges individually. And as a, as a team, um and pulled off what i think is the best move in winners at war even though she didn't go super far i love denise stapley Mm, i love that pick absolutely i call her the queen like that is my i think she just makes tribes better and then she plays really well but her getting uh sandra to give up her idol like maybe sandra's only mistake that she's ever really made in survivor and denise denise caused it not to mention, she also played one of the best games ever. The Queenslayer. Uh, I cannot tell you how much I love that pick, Josh. Uh, so uh, after the fourth pick, I will update everyone. You can see it on the screen anyways, but I'll just kind of give a, a vocal update for people who are listening instead of watching the show. Um, so let's let, let's let Caleb pick. So that yeah, we no, the, no, I'm doing that first. Oh, yeah, okay, after, after the fourth round. No, you're good. Uh, but yeah, I love that pick. And I think right now, I mean... You guys aren't beating us in challenges. I'm sorry. You're looking at Tony, Rob, Sarah, and Denise. Over. I, you never I, know. I mean, I, it could be a challenge. People are grabbing balls out of a bag. You know, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I will tell you, if it's anything like current U.S. Survivor, Ceri's uh, on the puzzle because it's going to be an obstacle course plus a puzzle. Uh, so, like, you know, mm. w- we're going to be fine uh, with the with the challenges. Oh, yeah. Uh, but with our pick, you know, Josh, I... As you were describing your pick, Alex and I think I we had the same thought because we thought you were describing someone I, I would is good around camp, is a winner, is a challenge, uh, really good in challenges. Uh, in fact, on their season, played a masterful season uh, during that little you know challenge where 
they have like the, you know, you answer, qu- uh, answer questions about your tribe mates and it's kind of like, and you like, it's a reward challenge. And right. Uh, all of her tribe mates said like, basically like this person's the best person ever. And we want to give them a million dollars. And yet still didn't vote her out. And that is the one and only Kim Spradlin. Oh. Uh, I, I mean, that, if, that you was were, who was. if you were concerned about our challenge performance, I don't think you should be concerned any longer because Kim, I, my favorite moment in her season is when she just kind of like realizes, oh yeah, I'll just win all the immunity challenges the rest of the way. Uh, I guess I'll try now. And <laughs> just, she's so good. So one of the, I, her stepping off that challenge and uh, winners at war broke my heart. Um, but one of the best players, like best games I've seen uh, from Kim. That was actually one of my favorite seasons. Watching Kim like lead the the female alliance against uh, Troyzan, who is just like <laughs> trying to win every challenge just to stay in. And I think that's a season that when she won, I was like, I well earned. She I mm-hmm. felt like dominated that season and kind of really controlled her narrative from the get go. So uh, that's a good pick. So. Let me give everyone an update on where we stand after four rounds. Uh, team, the losing team, Team Speaking Llama, uh, they have uh, David. How do you say his last name again, Alex? I forgot about that. Okay, so this is the running joke. I swear I've heard him say it so many different Jeanette, ways. Right? And uh, I think it's Janae. Um, that's the last way I've heard it. I swear he said it a different way. And right before this, I spent 10 minutes looking up YouTube videos of him talking and he never once said his name. He just like didn't introduce himself or was like, Hey, it's DG uh, or it's the golden God. Uh, so that's the running joke between Caleb and I, I, he's my favorite person of all time, but I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I think it's Janae. So yeah, David Janae, we're going to say that Parvati Shallow, the golden God, Sari Fields and Kim Spradlin is team speaking llama. And then for team survivor now, we're looking at Tony. I always say his name wrong. Vlachos. Yeah. Rob, you know, I'm Boston Rob and Sarah Lucina. And then Denise Stapley is where we are at right now. Um, so with the next pick to start off the, the fifth round, Alex, it's back to you, man. So you're looking at a tribe right now. Three women, one male. Uh, but yep. I mean, they are three very powerful women in the game of Survivor. Yep. And we're going to make it four women. Uh, <laughs> w- w- let's sack them up. Um the, the women of Survivor history, uh, Caleb and I were talking earlier, uh, <laughs> they are just too good. They're, they're, they're too good in terms of the best players ever. Uh, you know, Josh, you were mentioning, you know, great at Cam, great at Challenges, winner. Um, I, I thought you might pick Cam. I also might, I also thought you might pick this person. Um, and she uh, first appeared on The Amazing Race, uh, but then became mm. an absolute Survivor legend. It's Natalie Anderson, uh, hands down. I mean, both seasons, her first season, uh, one of my favorite moves of all time, if we're not looking at Australian Survivor and, and David, uh, it is her voting out someone she wanted to and then acting like she didn't know what was going on after camp. <laughs> like, oh, who was I supposed to vote for? Oh, no, I didn't realize that. And then like telling the camera, yeah, I knew exactly what I was doing. Uh, playing the idol that she found with somebody else to get that person out. I mean, she's just an absolute genius. And then she was voted out first in Winners at War, but came all the way back uh, and got second place um so just absolutely amazing player um physically mentally socially uh you can't beat her so it's it's natalie anderson for sure i was gonna talk some trash about like eh, wasn't she the first one voted off but then i was like no alex is too smart and he would have came back with wasn't your first <laughs> overall pick 
voted <laughs> on first. So that that is true. <laughs> I mean, so I, I wasn't going to go there, even though I just described it and still went there. <laughs> no, I, I'm really good pick, and I'm mad. I mean, I'm gonna counter that with my fifth pick because Natalie is someone. Let's just get rid of that. She was voted off first. She's someone who knows how to last in the game. She's a fighter. We know she's a fighter. I'm going to, you know, what's the most important thing in Survivor? Don't get voted out. That's literally like rule number one. And I'm going with a very powerful woman who never got voted out. And that was Michelle. And it's a player that uh, I, when I watched her first season, I think I was still in high school at the time. And I talked so much trash. I was like, goat winner. She doesn't deserve this. I don't even remember. Like I said, my memory is awful, but I don't remember who I thought should have won that season. But I was just like, oh, Michelle doesn't deserve this. I don't know. Like I was furious. And then she came back at like during winners at war where I had a more understanding of how the game of survivor plays and less of like a casual fan and more of like someone who really watches it and can look behind edits and stuff. And I was just like, she kills it. She is, I don't know what it is. Her social game is phenomenal and she knows how to make it to the end every single time. Um, and I mean, how are you going to argue against someone that literally has never been voted out, voted out of the game? So I, I just think she's another player who is extremely underrated. And I, that's one of the few seasons that I've went back and watched more than a couple of times. And just the respect that I've gained for her now after saying that she didn't deserve to win the first time it's out of this world. I think she's a phenomenal player. Yeah. We, so one of our very first podcast episodes, so next week we're actually celebrating our second year of podcasting, but it was like the first week. Yeah. Thank you. It it will be great. We'll, we'll announce it on Instagram. (laughs) Make sure to follow. Um, Can I come to the party? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, We don't have one, but if you want (laughs) to have one, we'll show up. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> we uh we did kind of debate style episodes you know who would win out would i play at last and one of our very first episodes was michelle versus natalie and i i, I think i had natalie you had michelle caleb or no i had michelle you had natalie uh and by the end of it we just sat there and went wow these two are amazing and i think that that gained a lot of respect for michelle being able to look at her game we love michelle she was on our top 10 list for sure so um good pick caleb would she, you have changed would you have taken michelle over natalie uh given it, it's hard because like looking at their game I, I would say natalie's win is better than michelle's win but you can't also ignore the fact that natalie got voted out first which like you know survivor like, tribes just need a reason to vote somebody out even if it's not the best reason to vote somebody out in those first few votes um so i i considering you know the makeup of our tribe uh, I think I prefer Natalie in this situation uh, as as a little bit better of a uh, challenge beast um, uh, that over Michelle. Not Michelle is no joke at challenges, uh, especially that one like tower and you know, her little kick that she does uh, with that tower <laughs> puzzle. Um, but I think given the makeup of our tribe, uh, I think we need a Natalie over uh, Michelle. But I mean, look at a little peek into our big board. Uh, we had in a row, Kim, Natalie, Michelle, right? So it, it had she made it back around to us, she may have ended up back on uh, Team Speaking Llama. I have to, I have to actually agree with Caleb's reasoning there. I think they needed some more, like, like Natalie is a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, my next pick 
is someone that I actually thought about picking with my first pick because I think he's he's potentially my favorite survivor of all time and maybe in my maybe one of the best of all time even though he hasn't played like that many times uh but I didn't think that you guys were going to grab him that early but I just can't let him go any further <laughs> cuz as you guys will learn I I'm I love the people who play survivor well but I especially love the good people who play survivor well and this guy is arguably the best human being uh, or one of the top three that I think has ever played the game of Survivor, in addition to winning the game of Survivor and being a challenge beast and someone who's great around camp as well. Um, and that's Yul Kwan. Mm. Good pick. That's I can't a- say enough nice things about Yul. Like, say, like, literally try to find something bad to say about Yul and you can't do it. That's one of the players. I was just going to say, that's one of the players I've seen. I saw him on Winners at War, and I've never seen his original season. So I couldn't put him high up on my board. He's so impressive. He's just an impressive person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There there are uh, two moments which involve the same player that uh, Yule is talking to in this moment. uh, That in terms of conversations that I've like watched Survivor and been like, man, like I don't know a better move or a better way to like, convince somebody one was Yule convincing Jonathan Pinner uh, to flip on his alliance and come back uh, and the other one was Jonathan Pinner convincing somebody else to flip on their alliance in, in a way of like where you relate to people where you connect with them um, and just like a deep understanding of who people are uh, and like not using it maliciously right you know Yule doesn't I don't think have an evil bone in his body based off what we've seen on Survivor and so Great. I, I love that pick because I love you all. Sorry, I was listening, but I'm already nervous for my next pick, even though it's literally <laughs> two I'm like, picks away. I'm so excited for Randy just to watch Cook Islands, even knowing that Yule wins, just because it's like it is. It, it's Caleb. It's like he plays so well, but it's like a wholesome win, even though he's playing Survivor well. I'll tell uh, Alex Caleb, I'll, I'll let you guys know that I am re- I am watching the seasons currently that I have never seen, and I am on Survivor Palau right now. So I'm um, about halfway through Palau. Um, yeah. So don't spoil we- anything, even though I know every winner of Survivor ever. <laughs> so We often say with Cook Islands, like that is one of the first, or one of the best seasons to watch as a first-time viewer yep. because of the story. Like it's such a good story, as well as so many great, players and characters that you'll see so many more times uh throughout survivor history you know people want to start with heroes versus villains it's like no 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 start no. with the cook islands or you know they want to start <laughs> season one it's like no 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 start, uh, that's start what i did team. i started we with did season one. we did pearl when i was going through four years ago and really mm-hmm. learning it we did pearl islands panama cook islands and then watched mm-hmm. like through to 20 and then went back and did a few others that's but good. like yeah those are some really good first timers for sure Caleb, I think it is your turn. So how are you going to follow up uh, Natalie? Is it my turn? I think it's Randy. I think it's your turn. Is it my turn? Is it not? Yeah, Caleb Josh just went. So Josh goes after me and then it'd be your turn. Yeah, but the uh, the picks in a row were oh, you picked. They picked Michelle. Randy picked Michelle. Yep. Michelle, Josh then picked he picked Yule. Yule. You're right. You're right. It's it all is you, my turn. I, I, I was okay. That, that, yeah, I, well, I, I know who you're Great. taking. You're taking Natalie's sister. I we can't could. say that I'm taking Nadia. <laughs> I'm not, not going to pull a uh, Sarah Tony pair. Um, and drive and, the and, rest of your tribe crazy. And In fact, <laughs> I, I would say that uh, Natalie, to be her best, needs to be sure that Nadia isn't there. Right? That Because it's that fighting yeah. for her sister. Yeah. 
Um, we're, we are going to go uh, around the world uh, for this pick, going back to Australian Survivor, one of my favorite players that I've ever watched play. Um, and just mad respect. Unfortunately, it is someone who has been voted out but fought their way back into the game, it, back into a tribe that despised her because she burned bridges to the nail going going out. Uh, but it is uh, Haley from Australian Survivor. Mm, Brains versus Brawn. Uh, and just one of it, like, in terms of very strategic, some when she got voted out to a fault, but I, I told Alex uh, about two-thirds of the way through the season, uh, like when it was like, Georgia's gonna win. Georgia, like that's that's all that's all it looked like. I said, Alex, I think I think Haley's taking this home. Uh, and I just I loved cheering for her. I, she is one of my favorite Survivor players to have watched. Um, just a very very good socially, very good strategically, very good challenges. Um, set herself up to win the game. Did some big moves. Um, yeah, I'm excited to have her. That's uh, a we good have. Point. A powerhouse of women on this tribe. Where is what is David going to do in your tribe? <laughs> he is like on the greatest tribe of all time for a male model. So I'm pretty I'm, sure it's still single. That's where David thrives. <laughs> this is Charlie's Angels, the tribe. <laughs> oh my! It, we are the gold tribe. The you guys are making tribe. me question my next pick when we get to it, just because you're making me nervous with all these Australian picks, <laughs> and I feel Sorry. like. We need some culture on our tribe, basically, is what we need right <laughs> we now. We have a very cultured tribe. Yeah, we have yeah. Mule. You don't need any more I culture. guess that is very fair. All right, Alex, how are you going to... Are we taking another female here? Do you have another oh, female? We are not. Us? We're going to pause We're gonna pause on the female players for a second. Oh, I wanted um, this to be like an all-female tribe except for David. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, uh, you know, other than this person. Uh, so we're going to stick in Australia. Um I'm a good guy. I'm a hero. Caleb's a villain. We know this. I haven't figured out who the villain is yet. It's Caleb. Um, He's the villain. So my favorite player of all times, David, uh, I'm pretty sure one of, if not the uh, favorite player of Caleb from Australian Survivors, this player, he actually played twice with David, both in season four and season five. Uh, he has a fake son named Oscar, um, and he has a nickname as well. His name is Dirty Harry. Uh, from oh Australian gosh. Survivor. Uh, if we didn't have enough villains on our tribe, we just need one. Josh, more. he is like <laughs> ultimate villain. Like, I love it. If you ever get a, if you ever get a YouTube like, if you have time to search on YouTube, search up Dirty Harry the Ice Cream Man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and you will see like like Russell Hans level, Brandon no, Hans no. level. No, no, his... it's not like. His, like Russell Hans, like lying about Hurricane Katrina, like that's another level, okay. right? Yes. Um, yeah. it, it's not lying, you know. This guy was tears saying he had a son, like yeah, full he, out tears, talk telling his tribe he has a son and he does not have a kid. So like yeah. Johnny Fairplay, yeah, a little bit, yeah, but he, like better. He admitted, at... it. he admitted it. The next tribal council that he didn't have a son, um, <laughs> it backfired yes. on him, but but he's okay. Uh, one of my favorite interactions with Caleb on our podcast. We have a lot. Um, <laughs> one of my favorites. We were talking about this season of Australian Survivor. I'm being obnoxious how much I love David. Caleb's being obnoxious how much he loves Dirty Harry. And we bring up the scene that he's lying to the women of his tribe to try to gain favor with them. They're all moms. <laughs> he's trying to gain favor with them. And I'm like, Caleb, I'm going to start calling you Dirty Caleb. Like, you are Harry. You are the American version of Harry. He goes, I would never lie about a son. But if I did, 
I would use my dog as, as the inspiration. And I talk about how during thunderstorms, we get in the bathtub together and we just hold them. And he just gets so scared during thunderstorms. And he has a whole plan of how he'd lie about a fake son. So uh, he needs to change his name on here to Dirty Caleb. Um, so we're picking Dirty Harry for, for Caleb. <laughs> Oh man, that, that's I love those two picks. So what you got three Australians? I mean, that's like an international tribe right there. I'm gonna add some international flair here in a second. Uh, I cannot wait till Abraham finds out I did not pick him. <laughs> it's gonna be so great. I'm gonna have to deal with that text message when that comes through. Um, so for you just our... respond, Abraham, would you pick you? <laughs> you know he would. You know he, he might. would. <laughs> uh, first overall pick. That's what he would say. He'd say first overall pick, baby. <laughs> um, so uh, with our seventh pick, I know you don't know this person, Josh. This isn't going to be very fun because no one here knows this person. <laughs> but we, I'm taking him from South Africa, and his name is Shane Hatton. Whoa, yeah. not Shane. Sorry. Shane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Terrible pick. Who, oh, even, who even is that? We we interviewed him this morning, and he is he's played the game twice. So he played on Survivor South African Champions and finished seventh. And then he played on the latest season that aired this past summer, which was Survivor South Africa Return of the Outcast, which basically they got returning players. It was a full returning season. They played for two million um can't think of their their cash right now uh Rand? Rin, two, yeah yeah Ren, yeah so they played for two million Ren, and it was a tribe of people who made merge and a tribe of people who didn't make merge mm-hmm. so he was on obviously the merge tribe so his first season he finished seventh and this this past season he was runner-up to the eventual winner in dino so i mean this guy also knows how to make it to the end he is i'd be interested to see how he plays because if we're getting him at his best, you could argue his second place finish was his best. But the second time he played, he came back and he had um, a more heartfelt experience. Like he stated in his final tribal council speech, he's like, I didn't anticipate coming here. And like, I love all you guys. Like I made connections with all of you. And he started listing like, this is what I learned about you. This is what I learned about you. And, you know, he made those connections. It was almost like he knew he wasn't going to win. So instead, he just wanted to say, you know, I love you guys and respect you for whatever decision you're going to make. But then his first season, he was full out villain. And he was the guy that we talked about earlier who stole three or four idols from people. And at one point had six immunity idols. He is a person that on the la- on the previous season, I, I guess the most villainy thing he did he went through someone's bag where when everyone else was like, no, we shouldn't be doing that. He said, this is Survivor. Who cares? I'm going through their bag. And we talked about him on the interview as well, or we talked with him on the interview asking like, you know, this is a big talking point. Can you go through someone's bags and stuff? And he just flat out said he was like, yeah, if you have a problem, like this isn't your show. If you're going to be like soft and whine about people going through your bag. So like he's just like he's got that villain quality. I feel like we don't really. Ha- uh, I was going to say we don't really have a villain. Depending on how you look at Boston, Rob and Tony, you can make arguments. <laughs> or Sarah, and Sarah, Sarah, yeah, Sarah as well. <laughs> Depending on how you look at half of our tribe, we might not have any villains. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, this is a full-out villain. Uh, this is someone who's going to cause chaos. And in a game of Survivor, you cannot have a tribe that doesn't have a little chaos. So uh, I think this is going to be an exciting pick for us even though none of you guys know him but definitely look him up (laughs) 
this is where things really get interesting because I've personally got two picks left. And I feel, you know, like we've kind of picked out like all the dominant, at least from the American side, the dominant folks are kind of gone. I disagree. There's still one more. (laughs) There's one or there's a, there's a couple more, there's a couple more, but, but there's in terms of winners, but then now I think it's like, now I'm really thinking like, okay, who's going to benefit this tribe because Mm -hmm. we've got plenty of really strong winners at the top. And I'm still looking at this as like, okay, we're putting these two tribes in a series of survivor competitions against one another, where it's, you know, they're all the long, you know, do something physical and crawl under a, a, a sand pit and dig through the hole and climb up the thing and do a puzzle and then another one and whatever. And I'm thinking like, all right, like who's going to benefit our tribe the most doing that? And I think there's one guy who at his peak, I think is the greatest challenge beast ever in Survivor. Uh, in addition to being maybe the best tribe provider for his ability to climb trees, get fish, find food. Um, and that's Ozzy. Mm. I didn't even think about bringing someone on who like can actually like he's just a, feed I mean, the tribe. You can <laughs> say what you want about Ozzy's social game and whether or not Ozzy could ever actually <laughs> win Survivor. And I think I think it's maybe a little bit better than some people give him credit for. But like Cook Island's Ozzy and and Heroes versus Villain Micronesia Ozzy a little bit, but but Cook Island's Ozzy is a powerhouse. Um, he's so much more adept at being a survivor player than 95 other percent of people that are on this list i i you know i i don't disagree with you there about ozzy uh i also really want to see a world a world in which yule does not throw this challenges i'm i'm fairly certain except for maybe the last challenge uh the strategy for them going into that merge was yule's gonna throw the challenges because he had the super idol um and we don't want to. Like, we want to keep Ozzy, and so I don't disagree with you. I but I would love to see a world in which Yule and Ozzy actually go head to head more often because mm. I do think it would have been epic for both of them. Well, Caleb, who are you taking next? You guys have so three picks left. You're going to take two of them here, and then Caleb will get the final pick of the draft. Which yeah, the, no the last word. The That's last terrifying. Word. It might ruin your tribe. He might just be like, you know what? We're going to end this with a bang and just throw out Reem. <laughs> hey, I, it's I love Reem daily. It's, it's not... We're looking at a cohesive tribe. Uh, we need a mom. So <laughs> we need a mom to lay out the clothes. Uh, Denise is our dry. mom, but she's also like a badass mom. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, back to, uh, you know, we just had a couple of Australian survivor picks. We're going back to us um, to, Someone I would say is one of the more dominant players uh, to have played the game, uh, at least at least their game. Um, maybe dominant is a little strong to describe this person's game. However, I would say uh, this is a player that came back for second chances. Uh, and those returning seasons are always harder to win because people know what they're doing. Played a masterful game. He's a family man. He can provide for the tribe. Talking about uh, Jeremy from Jeremy Collins. Uh, from uh, San Juan del Sur, uh, teaming back up with Natalie, right? That That is our pair, right? Natalie and Jeremy back together. Hopefully it works out better for them than winners at war. Uh, but I, we got to go with Jeremy. He was my, it was him or Ozzy for me. Mm, uh, he's yeah. great. Can't, he's, no complaints there. He's in my top three favorite Survivor players of all time. I absolutely love, love Jeremy. Um, I, I remember him most for his love for his wife. 
uh, during his first season. It would have been his first season, right? Yeah, second. Val. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so his, I mean, I just love Jeremy all around. I think he's, I think the only knock against him is I feel like when the threat level is all on Jeremy, he could, str- he can struggle to get it off of him. Yeah. But other than that, I think you have a really strong player. I mean, socially and in challenges. Absolutely. Alex, yeah. it's your final cool. pick. No pressure. Just final pick. It. Just run really it for Caleb go just to make him mad. I want to go rogue so bad. <laughs> um, all right. You, obviously, you already went rogue with your first true. pick. That's true. <laughs> um, anyone who listens to us knows how much I love Australian Survivor. So obviously my last pick has to be an Australian Survivor player. Um I I have a rough top five favorite players of all time from Australian uh, Survivor. Uh, you've got David, you've got Simon, uh, you've got Josh from um, Blood versus Water. Uh, you've got Phoebe, uh, and then this other person who I think she would be an absolute powerhouse on our team. She is the quintessential challenge beast of Australian Survivor. Uh, it is Brooke uh, from season one, as well as All Stars. Uh, she understand what understands what it's like to be on top of an alliance and stay safe. She understands what it's like to be an underdog uh, and keep persisting. I feel like a lot of players they can do one or the other really well, but when they're you know their second season, if they're on the other side of the tribe, they can't. And uh, she can, uh, and she can she can win. It'd be fun to see her and David together, uh, maybe working together this time. Maybe not. We don't really know. But uh, I think to round out our tribe for a ninth pick, uh, it's got to be Brooke. Uh, she's she's absolutely amazing. Is One it, of my favorites. Is it Brooke Jowett or yeah, uh, yeah, I think Jowett. Yeah, Jowett. Yeah, I I actually didn't know uh, this Survivor player, so I had to look her up. Oh, nice. She's incredible. Highly highly recommend you watch her seasons. Uh, oh, I, the, yeah. That's once I finish the U.S. seasons, I'm going back and actually doing all the international seasons that I did not watch. Perfect. Yeah, she, I, she's I, incredible. I would say Brooke runs season one of Australian Survivor up until a point until she gets a little bit too cocky, which is everyone's like pitfall in Survivor and it gets flipped on. And then she's like real bitter about it, but it was the right move for that person. But I agree with Alex. Great pick. Yeah. And in All Stars, uh, (laughs) there's a beautiful moment uh, where there's a lot of redemption. Uh, So uh, great all around. I love it. Trying not to spoil too much. <laughs> no, you're good. We already we already gave the spoiler alert. They're fine. <laughs> right, They're right. fine. Uh, with my final pick, it's going to it's going to kill me not to take my favorite Survivor player of all time. I'm pretty sure everyone here knows it. I don't know if you guys remember who it is, but I love Cochran. Absolutely love him. He's my favorite player of all time, and I will not be taking him here. So I'm so sorry. Forgive me, Cochran. Um, I'm torn between two people, and with this pick, I'm kind of going the Aussie route, but I don't want Aussie to be the sole contributor on the tribe, and I'm going to pick someone that I think is just a dominant teammate on your tribe. Uh, Josh, I'll actually ask you here who you think I should go with. I'm torn between Rupert and Tom West, whatever, however you say his last name, Tom from Survivor Pullout. That is a good question. I don't think if we have Ozzy that we need Rupert. But I mean, you're talking Rupert in challenges. He pretty much Tom Westman in challenge. You're watching. Yeah, yeah, I know. Not watching pull out. I'm familiar with both of these seasons. That's why I both threw them in. So who would be better on our tribe with who we have? Tom. You think Tom? Yeah, because Rupert can kind of get like 
Crotchety. He can get angry. He can get angry if he doesn't yeah, have you food get, and you stuff. You can get crotchety, Rupert. I love Rupert. As, yeah. Especially as like a if you're just like who's my favorite like character, he's way up there. But uh, yeah, I would the, go. I would go Tom. Pick. Yeah. Okay. So I will stick with Tom. I mean, we already talked about it. You're talking about a guy who not only is he strong socially, but he was pretty much as well. I'm seven episodes in so far. What I've seen, pretty much dominant in challenges. I mean, an absolute workhorse. We're talking about someone who everyone was scared of this, like four, three foot long uh, shark, you know, and he just takes a machete and cuts it in half like it's nothing. And then looks down at at his shoulder and goes, oh, is that me? (laughs) I mean, so uh, if if we're going to have like an Iron Man on our team, I'm going Tom. So that's my final pick. I'm a little torn for mine because we only have three women on our team and it doesn't seem right to have seven and three, but then yeah, we're guys, having a sausage party over here. Yeah, we're, <laughs> you know, but I also just like, this is, you know, they also took like the three greatest women in survival <laughs> history. So like, and so who I, we I got, we got Sarah, wanna, Denise and Michelle. We have three very we strong. We do. Women. We have pr- three excellent women. And it's like, I, you know, I'm not going to take, like, I love Tina. Right. But like Tina isn't, who's going to make our tribe better with our 10th pick. And if we are thinking about like challenges and such, that does tend to be, you know, with the physicality, it does tend to be the men. Um, so I'm just like, I'm talking myself into like, I promise I am not sexist with this pick. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to be honest here. Uh, I assume after we finish, we can talk about like a few people that we thought about taking and didn't take. Yeah, All right. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a few that, man, that I'm really going between here. There's, I, I wish we did like tribes. I'm going with one more winner. <laughs> He's just, he's really good. I, I, I can't, I can't reason myself out of taking Tyson with our last pick. Mm. See, I don't think I like Tyson. I haven't oh. seen peak Tyson play, but I just don't know if I like, I, I think he fits the team and he's a great character. I'm not saying that. I don't know how I personally feel about Tyson. I'll, I'll, I'll after they make the last pick, I'll talk about the other two guys that I was considering Okay. Uh, with this here. Well, I'll just go ahead and say that completes our tribe. I'm not going to say all the last names, but really quick for those listening, uh, Tony, Rob, Sarah, Denise, Michelle, Yule, Shane, Ozzy, Tom, and Tyson. So we only took one international player. That's partially on me because <laughs> it's all on you. <laughs> yeah, it's all. But the thing is, I, I told Josh beforehand, I was like, and I think I told everyone here, I just didn't see when I was looking at the greatest survivor players of all time, there was just too many who, I mean, the bare, bare bones of what survivor is all about. There's just too many for me to go out and pick a lot of the international players, but we'll talk about some of the ones that I was thinking of here in a second. Uh, we are down to the final pick of the draft. There are a lot of big names still on the board. So uh, who do you have for us, Caleb? Yeah, I am going to go with uh, someone who I think might have one of the the top is in the top two of greatest final tribal council performances of all time. Uh, this person uh, is not we, we got we're we're fine athletically challenges wise we're, like we're good social player knows how to get along with people could be rub people a little long a little of the wrong way depending on you know dynamics but i i gotta pick him he's one of my favorites of all time to watch uh and that's todd herzog from survivor mm. china 
Um, the guy just, uh, like, I mean, I, I, in, in many ways, I think, right. Like we think of like the big moves, kind of like villainous people, uh, of modern survivor, uh, Todd is kind of one of the first ones we see that really like kind of play that villain, but people love him for it. Right. And, and he convinces the people like, and, and, you know, Amanda is not great at final tribal councils like that. That's true too. But <laughs> I love Todd. Uh, I think he's a very good player, and I am very happy to have him round out our team. How he's very—he's very thoughtful, Randy. I was going to say, like, I would let Randy talk, but Randy has never seen Todd. He's very thoughtful <laughs> about like Todd comes into this, and you're right, Caleb. He like kind of—he's one of the first people to like play the game day one, make an alliance. Like, I know what I'm here for. I know how to. I know what I'm doing. And even though he makes enemies, he then makes up for it at the end because he owns it. Yeah. How have we not seen him back? That's my question. Because I had uh, Todd pretty high, even though I never, I've seen parts, unlike every other season I haven't watched, I've seen some of Survivor China. I think mm-hmm. I've watched it three different times. And I don't think I've ever made it past episode six or seven. Not because I got <laughs> bored, but I just got into something else. So I know Todd. And I obviously know he know I obviously know that he ends up winning the season. Um but he I had just, some troubles after the season ended that okay. went poorly for him that you can look up if you want to. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is what it is. I don't think he wants to put himself in the mindset of where he was coming mm. out of his season. That that was my biggest question is how have we not seen him back? Um yeah. so just to complete before we get into some deeper discussion to kind of finish up the episode here. Um, speaking Llama's team is, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can actually see the picture. So I'm just going to say the first names. Uh, they have David, Parvati, Sari, Kim, Natalie, Haley, Dirty Harry. I have to say the dirty part. Jeremy, <laughs> Brooke, and Todd. Uh, these are two great tribes, I think. These are two very respectable tribes. Now we can discuss who One wasn't tribe picked. clearly better than the other. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, I agree. it's ours. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think the biggest thing that we're going to hear in the comments and everyone's going to say these guys do not know what they're talking about, especially that Randy guy has no idea what Survivor even is. Sandra did not get picked. Yes. So I'm interested uh, before I turn <laughs> it over to Josh, because I thought Josh was taking Sandra with the second pick. I already wrote Sandra down. Um. Because we had that argument the other day about who's better, Tony or Sandra. I think Sandra is extremely overrated because she won twice, but she hasn't made it past day 16 since then. And I understand like she's a big threat. She's already won twice. So anytime she plays, people want to get her out. But the fact that she can't make it past day 16 says something. And Josh, I know you don't watch Survivor Australia, but she just competed in the last season of Survivor Australia and was voted out by um, her daughter on day 16 again. So there's just, that's why I didn't take her, but I want to hear your guys' explanation. Cause I know we're going to get that in the comments is how was Sandra not picked? Yeah, I think that's a great you know question. How do you leave out the original queen of survivor? Um, honestly, like it, when I look at her holistic game, um, it may be unfair to knock her too much from her last couple of times because she has won uh, before. I have to believe, even though she loves Survivor and I think she plays hard, I, right? She has zero pressure to win, right? That she's out there to do what she wants to do to yeah. 
not be stressed about playing. And, and, and because of that, I think that's why we see that a move like giving your idol to Denise and she uses that to vote you out, right? I, I, I think heroes versus villains survivor, that never happens with Sandra, uh, but it's because of the longevity of her um, in Survivor. I, I I think part of it is that her game isn't flashy, uh, which I think is not a knock on her game. Uh, but when I think of like the people that are fun to watch, uh, interested in challenges, or the, the Sandra sit out bench is a real thing. But uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and yeah. that's why, right? Yeah, yeah, and so and also for us, right? Like the we you know, we needed to pick another guy on our tribe to kind of round that out. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Randy. We're going to probably get some uh, dissenting voices uh, about not picking Sandra. It'll be right under the the other voices about how our tribe is all men and hardly any, <laughs> any women. They picked all the good women. <laughs> yeah. And not our fault. No, I looked at it as like, if we were picking who are the 10 best survivor players of all time, Sandra gets on there. But, you know, we yeah. set these bound. I don't okay. know. I don't know. At least on my list, I think a lot, yeah, yeah. a lot of people's list. But I think when you set the boundary of like, how would, who would be on your best survivor tribe? Like she's not a tribe person. She's an individual person. If you were giving me 15 people, it was like, okay, which of these people in an individual game can make it to the end? Yeah, she's got a good shot. But if we're looking at like, what's the best 10 person tribe? And challenges in the early game, like she doesn't really add a ton there. Yeah, I agree. I I think if you're looking at a, a Mount Rushmore or a top five of Survivor, I, I have Sandra up there uh, just for historical context, being the first two time winner, uh, being so dominant in the first two seasons without trying to be. Um, it, it, it's incredible. I mean, her, Parvati, Boston, Rob, Tony, they're all up there uh, just because of the legacy they have. Is that your Mount Rushmore? The four you just said. Uh, I may switch out Sandra with Suri. Um, yeah, but I, I think that's, that's the top. That's five a different. Yeah, that's opinion. a different discussion yeah. for a different day when we come on and just argue for two hours straight about who the top four are of all time. Exactly. Um, exactly. I, I am interested. I love that you said this, Josh. I would love to hear just like a short list of three to four people who you were thinking about picking during the draft that you didn't. Um, I will start really fast. So just a few, I'm going to go a little over the three or four, but just a few of the international people that I thought Dino, I know you don't know Dino Josh, but he was the winner of the past season of survivor return of the outcast. He literally makes puzzles for a living. So like he is a genius when it comes to puzzles. Um, and then Mark, just because I have a good friendship with Mark Wales, who won the last season of Survivor Australia. You can tell I'm definitely leaning into recency bias, but I think Mark has a very good game. I think he's very strong in challenges and very great socially too. Um, and then just really quick, some people from the U.S. side that I was thinking of, um, I was very close to taking Adam Klein and Kelly Wentworth a couple times because I think both of those are really strong players. Uh and then Aubrey was someone that I almost took for like four or five rounds straight and then just ended up not taking her, Aubrey Bracco, because I think just her ability to kind of read the situation. She is a little too emotional at times. There can be, but I think she's got a great understanding of the game in general. So those were just some uh, some people that I almost took, especially putting emphasis on Aubrey and um adam klein because adam klein i think we all can agree is just a genius when it comes to the game of survivor and really knows what he's doing in when it comes to gameplay so those are my 
kind of, I almost took them. Uh, I'll go to Alex next and then we'll go Josh and Caleb. You have to go last again. <laughs> I, last Randy, word. I love it. Thank last you. word. Um, yeah. So Caleb and I, we, we kind of made a top 10 to 15, try to merge them together. Um, yeah. So a few others, I mean, y- y'all took some of our picks for sure that, that were in our top 15, 20, uh, but some ones that haven't been mentioned that I had in mind, uh, Mark, uh, I agree. I mean, being a big physical guy to win, uh, out, outstanding. He played, he, he played great. I also put Sam, uh, his wife, uh, yeah. from Australia in there. I think that they are a great pair together. I think Mark wins because of Sam playing. And I think they, they had an excellent dynamic there. So absolutely love the two of them. Uh, same season. I put Josh Milgate, uh, on there. Uh, I'm biased. I think I'd play like him. Uh, one of my favorites from Australian survivor. So he was on my short list. And then I also had Wentworth as well. Again, oh, just yeah. a personal favorite. I, you know, Caleb and I, we, we have this dynamic where we're both very stubborn. Caleb is stubborn in the sense of what is right, uh, what is true, what is factual, uh, what's based on the rules. And I'm stubborn in loyalty. So it's very hard to distinguish my favorite players versus the best players. Uh, to me, they're, they're the exact same. So um, that, nope. that's where often we get. Uh, no, Jordy. You didn't have the Joker on your list? I, uh, I personally did not. I, I enjoyed his gameplay. If we're looking at best of all time, best 10 of all time, I did not yeah. have him on there. Josh, what about you? Who am okay. I missing here that you have? I thought, okay, so I thought about Amanda because of how successful she's been. And, you know, if we need another woman, that's when I was saying like, oh, like, but I just don't think she had, helps our tribe as much as Tyson would. Yeah. Um, and I also thought about Wendell, uh, but then I'm like buddies with Wendell. So then I felt kind of weird about that. And I was like, am I only picking Wendell? Cause like, I know Wendell. <laughs> He's um, going to text he, you now that you didn't pick. I know. If he probably, I feel really him bad. and Bryce are going to mess. Although then I'll just be happy that he watched, he'll have watched this far. Into it. So like, <laughs> what are you doing you have better things to do with your life um ethan was another one that i thought about uh you know played a great game i i thought like sort of a little and then two that were a little out of the box um yao man uh just for like again just you know puzzle camp guy like i think just sort of makes your try better and then one guy who i think is super underrated is terry deets uh, mm. from Panama and then who only had to leave second chances because his son was in an accident and he was set up to do really well in that game and he's a challenge beast um, played a great game in Panama just ended up on the wrong side of the numbers but lasted way longer than he should have and I, I think he's like a super underrated survivor I will also say no one took Richard Hatch I think we all know why they didn't for the tribe unity but I mean first ever survivor winner uh what about you caleb is there anyone we haven't mentioned that you're like ah, i really wanted to take this person yeah i think two in particular uh i, I had y'all taken some of the ones that we wanted and I, I definitely think this person would have ended up on our tribe uh one of them is uh pia from australian survivor plays with both harry and david uh she is nicknamed the silent assassin uh by one of her uh tribe mates and just plays a very good uh under the radar game uh, while manipulating the entire tribe the entire time. And so uh, just an excellent player. Uh, the other one uh, would be Earl Cole from uh, uh. Survivor uh, BG, uh, the original BG location. Uh, the He's just right. Like one of the winners I think about in terms of uh, played a wholesome game uh, without uh, needing to necessarily backstab, right? Which is so rare uh in survivor um but not a not strategic game right like like being strategic doesn't mean 
backstabbing and flipping on people. Uh, but you can be strategic and uh, good and, and and be honest. And so I, I really love Earl and love cheering for him. And uh, I hope we get him on a season again at some point. He was on Shark Tank. Oh, really? Like recently? A couple of years ago. Three, three, four years ago, maybe. The, the last deal. the last thing I want to do is do you guys uh Caleb Alex do you guys have who we took I do I do you do mm-hmm. uh, I was gonna say does anyone just for fun so you guys at home listening to this or watching this you get to choose who wins let us know I'm sure we'll be posting it all over our, our Instagram pages let us know who you think is gonna win the season who you think has the better tribe but just for fun guys I mean, it's basically a guess, but is there anyone out of these 20? If this was an actual season of Survivor, does anyone stand out? That person's going to win. Uh, I'll go last here. I'll let Caleb go first. We'll go reverse order. Caleb, Josh, Alex, and then me, and then I'll round us out here and finish the episode. Uh, I'm going to speak it into existence because I desperately want this person to finally win. The best player to have never won is Sari Fields. Oh, uh, and okay. On a season with a bunch of powerhouses, a bunch of egos, and looking at the one person that's never won, right? She can slide right in there. Uh, if she doesn't get voted out early for like tribal like challenges and things like that, yeah. I think Sari could win this game, uh, which she could have won a lot of games. But she if you guys win. if you guys avoid the pagonging that's coming, yeah, I mean she she, she can kind of <laughs> integrate herself in in our tribe. Then yeah, I could see it. Uh, Josh, you want to throw out a name, someone, this person would win this season? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, I agree with you. I think our tribe dominates challenges. <laughs> I don't know all the Australian people, but, like, we have a stacked tribe. Um, and then I think we get to merge, you know, we, we do, you know, probably with a healthy, like, 8-4 lead, right? <laughs> and then I think that's when sort of the physical Ouch. threat starts to start to pick each other up. And I think Denise comes out of this. Ooh. You know, she sort of finds herself in the right alliance and convinces Rob and Yule and and Ozzy and Tony to kind of turn on each other. And she ends up with like a final three of like her, Ozzy and Michelle. She's got the best story and Denise wins again. OK, I like that. I like I love that. We're also saying like how the story's going to look. <laughs> I love that as well. So you guys can also say which season sounds the most entertaining <laughs> based off the storyline given. Uh, Alex, what about you, man? Who stands out to you as a winner? Yeah, you know, uh, what was it three minutes ago, four minutes ago? I said I am stubborn in the sense of my favorites are the best in my mind. Uh, David wins the season. He's the first two time winner of Australian Survivor. Easy. Uh, Is this think- Australian Survivor? Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. yeah. We're not playing 26 days. We're it's playing 50 days. 50 okay. days. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he, uh, and poverty get together. I can see Tony linking up with them at the merge. I can see, uh, Brooke working with them. I think there's a healthy, uh, anti-hero, uh, alliance here. And, and I think David's leading it. I, he, he could win an all-star season. Uh, I, I see David at David's game in All-Star is similar to Tony's game in Winners at War. It's like, how did that person win? They're such a big threat going into it, uh, and they played so dominantly. So um, I, I got I to keep up my brand. It's David. Uh, well, uh, Caleb's eye roll told me that that's just not true. And I'll tell you the other reason that that is not true. Because Parvati is going to team up with someone else. I think she's going to have a very dynamic duo with Haley. And I think Haley Ooh. ends up winning this season. You're picking oh, their team? Shoot, am I trying to pick someone from out? <laughs> what podcast am I on? Uh, we have, what we, am have I doing? The, 
Well, the the whole point of this is the ultimate survivor tribe. We have the better tribe, but we also have a lot of massive egos (laughs) that I think are going to take each other out. I mean, we We have the better tribe, but our tribe is just going to like self-destruct at the merge. We we literally have Tyson, Shane, which I know you guys don't know him, but Tyson, Shane, Rob, and Tony. I do think two of those guys can form a very strong alliance, but all four of those guys together, and it's going to be a shit show once the merge hits. (laughs) (laughs) But with our 9-1 advantage, it won't matter. Oh, it will. (laughs) That's the key word on shit show. (laughs) Uh, No, I don't know. You know, if I'm just being honest here, I think uh, they got the winner. We got the better tribe. They did get the winner. And I think you're looking at a final three. We are doing the final three of Haley parvati and i'm going to say uh denise is the one who flips and goes to the end with those women so i think we're looking at an all-female uh final sure yeah oh yeah but that does it for the ultimate no question about that (laughs) i'm pretty sure we all had fun at least i did i don't know these guys might have been acting the entire time (laughs) they like they had me fooled um but we got to do more games like this sometime in the off seasons and stuff and that was because that was a lot of fun where can uh people catch you on social media guys when it comes to your podcasts oh we just pointed at each other to to speak uh i'll go uh at speaking llama on instagram uh that's the best place to find us on um social media where you can find us on apple podcast spotify uh wherever you listen to your podcast we're on there uh, I think at the time of this coming out, we will have gone through a rebrand as well. Uh, so our page is going to look a little bit different. This is some inside knowledge for y'all. It's going to look a little different here in a few days. So uh, we're excited to uh, unroll that. And I think it's going to be a good time. Oh, I am so excited for that. By the way, I didn't know you guys were pointing at each other. I thought you were just saying like, like it's right there or something. So I almost <laughs> started talking again, like, Oh no, no like I need you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We we know what we're doing. Like... <laughs> uh you can guys or you guys can catch us on Instagram as well at Survivor Now Podcast or on Twitter at Survivor Now Pod. Um fun fun little, you know, side note about these two podcasts. So the one that me and Josh are on and the one that these two wild men run over at Speaking Llama. They're actually the podcast that I race with every week to get my show out. And they beat me last week on releasing or by the time this gets out, like four weeks ago, um, they, they, they beat me. So I'm always like, it's always like speaking llama released their show like 20 minutes ago. And I'm like, God dang it. (laughs) So we're always racing each other, but you guys, you guys release content right after, um, Correct me if I'm wrong. Right after Survivor US airs, right? You guys record and then release it. And then uh, you cover US and Australia, right? Yeah, definitely take this moment just to kind of tell people about the show. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, the uh, We re- do a recap episode or like a reaction episode. So uh, we know that there's a lot of Survivor podcasts out there, a lot of really good ones. And so uh, our kind of thing is... Look at the uh, reactions to what happens. We always pick an outwit, outplay, and outlast player of the week. Uh, I'm always right about those. Uh, but yeah, we do cover Australian Survivor as well when that comes out. Because they typically do three episodes in a week, we do just a reaction uh, after the week rather than trying every single night, which that would be that would be intense. A lot. <laughs> No, I just copy them. No, <laughs> we just, we just, yeah, no, uh, basically same. But thank you guys so much for coming on. As always, we got to do this again sometimes. It's always an honor to have you on the show. This is our third time doing a, a show together, right? 
I think so. Yeah. Cause you guys, yeah, I think I can't remember all the shows we did, but yeah, definitely always fun to have you on Josh. I'm so sorry. You've kind of just been sitting over there. (laughs) You got to wait on this side. (laughs) I'm used to being forgotten about. Uh, Josh, where can they catch you on, on social media? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at JM is in Michael V E R L I N. Oh, there we go. See, we had to get Josh in on this. I just felt so bad because we're having like a little bromance connection. I've got the most Twitter followers. So. <laughs> he does. He does. He has his beat there. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, make sure to follow Speaking Llama on social media and make sure to check out their podcast. It is amazing. I listen to it every week. They're my go-to podcast when I get done with mine. I mean that. And then uh, check us out too. Make sure to give us a follow. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe to the channel. If you have early access to this on our Patreon, thank you so much for uh, supporting us as well. Uh, But enjoy the rest of your day, guys. 